Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, April 8th, 2022. So, did you survive the crossword? It was painful. Mm-hmm. And it was there a was, painful puzzle. There, and there was no pun involved in that because there was no theme. Uh-huh. Um, this took me an hour and 30 minutes and 18 seconds. Wow. How about you? One nineteen forty-eight. Ooh. But I didn't get it done myself. Oh. It, and and that was the reason it was so painful because I, I I worked on it and I couldn't get anything. You know, yeah. I just couldn't find anything. Mm-hmm. And then pretty soon I got one here and then I got one there. And so then it turned out I got it all but about four clues. And I honestly could not figure those out <laughs> at all. Now you were doing this really late at night, right? Yes, I okay, was. So. Um, but even if I had you know, put it away and got it out in the morning, I still wouldn't have gotten them. And I still don't even understand them. Which ones? Well, um, 29 down, peak, P-I-Q-U-E, peak. Okay, 29 down, spleen. Spleen. Yeah, like if you're, so peak is anger, right? You know, if you're really peaked at someone. And and spleen is another is another way of expressing that. Boy, I'd never heard that. Okay. And then crossing that forty across, really, really fancy. Crave. Yes, that was clever. I've never heard that. If you fancy, like, if you fancy someone, or if you fancy something, you really, um, it, it, it. I mean, it's a, tr- it's a, it's a tricky clue, right? Because there, to you know, I thought ornate. Or something like yes, that. Yes. Uh huh. Well, I read wordplay, and and apparently the British say that. Yes, and that's probably why I've never heard that. Yeah, never heard that. So I I didn't get those. Uh, Thirty eight down, increment on a scale. Oh, that was vicious. Semitone. Yep. What's a semitone? Like a a full tone would be like a full note, and a semitone would be like half a note. Or or something to it, it's talking about increment on a scale like a musical scale. Uh huh. So, um, but I've never heard of a semitone. I I think I'm not sure if I have or not, but it looked right. You know, I started off with one pound as an answer to that. Yeah, me too. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that didn't go far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This was this was an incredibly hard crossword, mm-hmm. and it's a Friday. Which means, you know, I may, I may as well not even open Saturdays. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because, but I, again, you know, it's sort of what's in your wheelhouse. I, I knew, I, spleen sounded, you know, I wouldn't have thought of it. But when I saw it starting to appear, I got it. I, I guess I don't think of peak as anger. I, you know, I think of peak as, as, you know, you know, rising or to the top, like okay, that's peak that's your interest, or well, that's peak P E A K. I mean, a feeling of irritation or res- oh, peak. Well, yeah, like um, but but P I Q U E. I thought that was he piqued my interest. P I Q U E. Well, that's one. Of, okay, so there are two definitions. Um, this is from Oxford Languages. They ought to know. Uh, uh, as a noun, a feeling of irritation or resentment resulting from a slight, especially to one's pride. 
He left in a fit of pique. I've never heard that. Now, and as a verb, feel irritated or resentful. She was piqued by his cuteness. But there's also uh, stimulate. You have piqued my curiosity. Yeah. About so you, yeah, you know that one. But there's uh -huh. the other other piqued. I, I didn't realize that that was associated with anger too. Mm -hmm. so. And of course, there's also Gerard Piquet, the Spanish soccer player. But we'll skip over that. Definitely. Um, and then, and, and then spleen, um, bad temper or spite. Mm. He could vent his spleen on the institutions that had duped him. Wow. So. Not a, not a word I ever used. <laughs> I, spleen. Spleen. I'm spleened. Allow me to. Because I didn't know spleen. <laughs> Very good. Um, allow me to try and explain myself now. Um, yeah, it was the, the uh, 33 down right next to semitone. Semitone, um, fatal attraction, siren song. Yeah, it's like yeah. whoa. That was that was pretty obscure. And then forty four across in and of itself was meta. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I didn't quite get that. You know, the one above it was in and of itself, and that was per se. Right. I didn't get that, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then forty four in and of itself. Meta. I didn't. I didn't understand that because I thought, well, there is that like a pun, or and if it is, I didn't get it. <laughs> well, I think you know when when something is meta, it's sort of looking in on itself, right? Isn't that the definition of meta, or possibly a company that wants to take over the world? Mm -hmm. um, here, let's see. Once again, we will be going to the dictionary. Um, uh, showing or suggesting an explicit awareness of itself or oneself as a member of its category. Um, hmm. So, showing or suggesting an, ex an explicit awareness of itself or oneself. So, meta is a, is a separate word. Yes. M-E-T-A. Yeah. And it means in and of itself? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I have just learned many things because I always think of meta as a prefix. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like. I didn't realize it was a separate word. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think. I met a man. Yeah, it's, a, it's, an, ad, it's an adjective. It's an adjective. Mm -hmm. Meta. Now, this is from Miriam. Could you please use that in a sentence? Uh, let's see. The meta gift of the year. A picture of a lamp that actually lights up. Okay. Um, hmm. The meta gift. And it means... Well, uh, how is that in and of itself? The meta gift. Well, let's see. Um, hmm. I'll try OED.com because they know everything. Because but I might... <laughs> well, maybe we'll defer this until I figure out what's going on with my okay. subscription. Well, once again, just just something I had never heard of. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so, so I was doomed. But I guess I should feel good because I did think I wasn't going to get anything. Mm -hmm. And I actually got it almost done. 
but th- then that's so painful you almost get it right <laughs> and, and you think oh if i had just known a little more but well there i mean but i learned so mm-hmm. i've learned meta is a real word yes and crave and spleen have meanings beyond crave and spleen and 49 49 down toddler's eruption is a molar yes it's like whoa that was tough uh that was tough and I and again I didn't get that because I I didn't know forty eight across hardly worth mentioning I got the N O mm-hmm. so I was thinking oh it's not. no something or right. it's not something not real or not um, whatever so but my, my it was fir- nominal my first attempt was no biggie spelled oh. B I G G Y no that which wouldn't. no I know that's not how you spell biggie but I was desperate. <laughs> uh-huh. And I mean, because like a mm-hmm. toddler's eruption, you know, you think a scream or a tantrum, mm-hmm. but um, not a molar. But I had the A and the R because sixty-one across musical based on a comic strip, Annie, uh-huh. and then Grand was Regal. See, I had ideal there, <laughs> Grand. Like. I I had that for a while too, <laughs> um, and you know, this is one of these crosswords where I. Every single answer I changed at some point. Um, and I didn't know, like, the top left corner, setting for a few good men informally, Gitmo, mm-hmm. that didn't register. Yeah. Together, I it's a movie. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I didn't know the one under it, which was uh, 12 down. What 12 across. Nubian Museum locale. Right. Was Aswan. Right. I eventually figured it out. Be because of the downs, but um, no, I didn't know either of those. And then sixteen, that was a that was a sly one. That's the spirit, and it was ghost. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I started off with booze. With was what booze? Booze. Yeah. Oh, that's the spirit. That's the spirit. Oh. I thought how very clever, mm-hmm. but but two down ending with with a Frank or fool was ish. So uh-huh. Frank, wait. No, I'm sorry, freak or fool was freakish or foolish. Uh-huh. And um, that I managed to, that that seemed right. But but boy, it took me a while to get Gitmo. And for, for the Nubian Museum locale, I put down Egypt. Oh, uh-huh. Which is pretty close. I put down Cairo. Cairo. Oh, that, that also would have been good. Mm-hmm. But um, then that didn't fit anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> anything, really. 22 down... Um, where lava lava skirts are worn, uh-huh. I first thought Lene. Like I thought it was someplace in Hawaii. Oh, uh huh. And so I put down Lene. That didn't get far. No. It turned out it was Samoa. Right. And man, thirty six across. This this isn't what it looks like. My first answer was don't call the cops oh. <laughs> because it fits. And I had the C-A-L in the uh, one, two, three, four, in the fifth through seventh letters, I had C-A-L. So I had, don't call the cops. Mm-hmm. And um, turned out it was optical illusion. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty proud of it. It's uh-huh. like, oh, look, I got it to fit. It's just like, it's not the right answer. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just, and even woos with words, I had, starting with C-H-A, so I was thinking it was like going to be charms, right? But me that too. wouldn't, but it wouldn't fit. No. So I went for charmer, but I'm like, no, it, it's that's 
that's the noun. They're looking for a verb here. Mm-hmm. And it was chats up. Right. Yeah. Just amazing. Did you did you get 27 across fairly easily? The subject of Monet paintings in Venice and at Lava Court? No. Oh, okay. I know it took me a long time. To that, that. that was sunsets. Sunsets, yes. And, and 33 across, shameless error for short. So, of course, I, be, I, I bet HBO, or I uh-huh. guessed HBO, rather. Uh, it turns out it was show. Uh-huh. So, for um, showtime. For, right. Yeah, you know, I was thinking... HBO, I wasn't sure if it was, I mean, it used to stand for home box office. Right. I don't know if it still does. I don't, you never hear anyone say home box office. No, no, they always say HBO. Right, so, and I don't know if they say anything other than show. You think they say, what is oh, it, Showtime? Showtime. Showtime, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it is a tough crossword. We will never speak of it again. Okay. And uh, let us move on. It is Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> And uh, listeners, this is the uh, time of 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 the uh, of the week and portion of the podcast where we try and uh, ferret out a fun fact for your enjoyment. And in uh, for today's installment, we're going to go back to Thursday. They had twelve down. Their name has the re of cream and the two O's from chocolate, and the answer was Oreos. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd research the. Um, the origin story of the word Oreo. So, um, Oreo is a brand of cream-filled sandwich cookie consisting of two usually chocolate wafers with a sweet creme filling. It was introduced by Nabisco on March 6, 1912, and through a series of corporate acquisitions, mergers, and splits, both Nabisco and the Oreo brand have been owned by Mondelez International since 2012. Oreo cookies are available in over 100 countries. Many varieties of Oreo cookies have been produced, and limited edition runs have become popular in the 21st century. Oreo is the best-selling cookie brand in the United States, and in the 21st century became the number one selling cookie globally. Isn't that amazing? Bringing in more than 500 billion sales. Wow. That's a lot of Oreos. That oh, is a lot of Oreos. You know, I wonder if you stacked them and tried to get to the moon. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Artemis One people should just buy a bunch of Oreos. Uh-huh. In that any event. Oreo is the first cookie I remember. The first cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, etymology. The origin of the name Oreo is unknown, but there are many hypotheses, including derivations from the French word or, meaning gold, or from the Greek word oreos, meaning nice or attractive. Others believe that the cookie was named Oreo simply because the name was short and easy to pronounce. Another theory proposed by the food writer Stella Parks is that the name derives from the Latin, from the Latin Orida, um, Oreo Daphne, a genus of the laurel family. She observes that the original design of the Oreo includes a laurel wreath, and the names of several of Nabisco's cookies at the time of the original Oreo had botanical derivations, including Avena, Lotus, and Helicon. So that was from uh, Wikipedia. Yep. And so it sounds like there's no answer. I guess not. So I guess there's an important lesson there. If you're about to discover or create the what's going to become the world's best-selling cookie, make sure you write down where your name came <laughs> idea came from. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like written inside the cream. I don't know. Probably not. But okay. Well, I think that's it, f- it for today. Okay. And considering what Friday was like, 
Saturday is probably going to be impossible. I think I'll give up right now. Okay, me too. And uh, but we'll still have the podcast. We'll still have the podcast, and we can lament. We might even take a peek at it just to see how it take a peek at it. Just a peek. Is that spelled P I Q U E? Well, we'll we'll see if we get peeked when we look at it. Okay, but we will take a peek. P E A K, and and we might peek. And we might peek. Yes, indeed. Um, And we will be back again to discuss tomorrow's probably impossible crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.